Frickin' g'day and welcome to Oceanic Gaming Radio. Bloody OGR, baby. This is episode 65. Staying alive. Mm. Yep, very good. Uh, My name's Captain Perth. Great to be here. Thank you for joining us. And alongside me, as always, is Pavloverface and Grizzly Gaming 86. Fellas, how we doing? Howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm really good, Capo. How about you blokes? You guys going well? Doing good, fellas. Doing pretty well. Pav, what's been happening? What's been happening? Well, um, Pav's back at work. Hey, Pav. Yeah, I'm back at work. And this weekend, having a big one at work. (laughs) It was a big day, actually. It got a lot done. Uh, Yeah, weekend was not a big one at all. It was was a busy one. Um, Not a a big one. I I went to check out uh, XRWA, the um, VR. Uh, Expo Ooh. at the library was pretty interesting. Wow. Oh, and yeah. I saw oh, you the like uh, in the pub, not you know, no, no, not the pub, not the pub. Not not the I saw pub. you doing some little like virtual sushi train or something. Yeah, so um, it's just, fucking yeah. what? It was you a, went to a library of, uh, to a, a wrestling show. Oh, yeah, no, what? The, rest, the wrestling show was on Friday. Oh, boy, fine. I did have a big one. <laughs> <laughs> did you say there was something happening at the library? Now I'm confused. What did yeah, you say? Okay. So <laughs> wrestling show was on Friday. <laughs> on Sunday, I checked out a, um, a VR expo, like a showcase of VR uh, technology uh, in like games okay. and stuff. Uh, I think I got my wires crossed. That was at the State Library. Um, yes, yeah, right. With did, a quick, did a quick walkthrough there with some cool uh, uh, virtual, there's some, what was it, AR? Like augmented, augmented reality? Yes, some augmented reality yeah, stuff. Like sick. Thing. Really interesting. Uh, but yeah, I didn't get to play around too much because I had a big uh, Pixel meeting. That's uh, for those uh, tuning in week to week. You know that I'm involved in Pixel and the boys are going to be at the show this year at a big panel called... Yeah. Uh, what is it called? Do you remember? Uh, Clash of the mm. Casts. Clash, Clash of the Casts. Cast. That's exactly Yeah, right. if you are in Perth, you've got no excuse to not come and... Yeah, if you know. listen to this show and you're from Perth and you're not coming to Pixel Expo to see us... Well, understandable. Jeez. <laughs> we should probably actually spruce that a bit on our socials, really, you shouldn't should, we? Because not only are you going to be yeah, at the true. convention, you're going to be standing on the stage, the Riverside stage, the biggest theater. Oh, ever. Jesus. Cap and I in wow. the flesh. Christ. I think the That's last right. time we were on a stage like that together, which wasn't even really a stage cap, was probably RF Land talking shit. Yeah, that, would, yeah, that, that would be 100% correct. That was, um, mm. And that was a while ago. Those were the old, the olden days, mate. Um, that was the well before, days. before having babies and shit like that. So, yep, long before <laughs> OGR day. was even. Oh yeah, big time. Well before more. OGR. Yeah, mm. wow, gee whiz. When OGR oh, that's was cool, just in our eyes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Dear Lord, I don't even want to think about how OGR came. to It was actually birthed at my birthday, wasn't it, boys? I'm pretty sure that's Come when on. it came to light, wasn't it? We actually spoke about it at Cap's birthday before Cap knew about it. Yeah, 
<laughs> is that right? And then I was like, guys, we should do a podcast. And you guys were like, funny that. <laughs> guys, <laughs> we've been fucking talking about this already. <laughs> Here we are, 65 episodes later. Um, now, Pav. Yo. I, so with the augmented reality, I'm mm. kind of curious mm. about this. So we, you, were, you were wearing a headset. Was that yep. the go? So it was yeah, a headset okay. and it was like clear glasses, but then there was like a see-through screen in between. Oh, so you can see, okay. so see what you're oh, right. stuff as well. Did it react right. well to like your hands and shit like Look, and distance? It reacted better than I expected. But not amazing. You don't sound not, sold on it. No, no. It, it wasn't amazing, but it was very, it was very cool technology. Uh, it was also like uh, dependent on your eye tracking as well. So like when I turned my head, it like fucked up. But so yeah. I've, like, is the idea that they're going to incorporate this into glasses, mate, or something, or what? Like, uh, look, I, the... look, real talk. I was the, I was at the EXO for all of maybe twenty five minutes. <laughs> right. But, yeah, so I didn't do you know, know, the, do you know what the headset was? Was it like uh, a spe- specific type? It didn't look like anything I've seen before. It could it could oh, be yeah. like um yeah no I'm not sure it didn't look like because I wonder if it was like one of those Microsoft is it micro, Google Glass or Microsoft it wasn't a Google Glass? glass. It, was, it was pretty chunky. Uh, it didn't yeah, look okay. like the Google Glass. Yeah, Maybe it almost looked like a pair kit. of fucking yeah. goggles, mate. Like, yeah. you know. Safety know. goggles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, safety like, it almost looked like the vibe, but with like a clear glasses. Yeah, mm. sick. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, you know, we've kind of almost, we're almost there with like, what was it? The app? What's the Apple one called? Vision or some, oh, some shit? I can't Vision. remember what they're. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what Apple's version of VR is, but that almost seems like kind of AR esque, you know? So. <laughs> Mm, like, cool. Agree. Oh, well, rad. Yep. And how had the um the wrestling go, Pav? That wasn't yeah. at the library. That was not at the library. That was at Seasonal Brewing. Shout out Seasonal Brewing. Bloody good folks out there. Where's uh, Season Brewery? Uh that they are in Maylands. Uh, Maylands. Dude, Season Brewery do some excellent beers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a I'm really a kind of beers. a basic bitch beer drinkers. Like I have a lot of lagers. Yep. Uh but they're bloody delicious. I tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Big time. I think um, one of my personal favorites, they've got a uh, like a seasonal hazy, which, uh, not seasonal, sorry, um, sessionable hazy, which, you know, obviously you can have more than like one and not kind of be on your ass, which, you know, it's pretty easy for me these days because I haven't been drinking an awful lot recently. So it's nice to, you know, take it down a notch. But uh, but yeah, I can know. That's awesome, man. Grizzly, what about you, mate? What have you been up to? Well, uh, right now I'm up to just thanking Aussie Noob for a massive raid. Thank you very much, Noob, you bloody legend. Um, But cap apart uh, from that, I went to a mate's house on Friday night, uh, some school friends, and we had a couple of beers and we we played some Overcooked. You ever played that four-player, Cap? Yeah. um, Did you play one or two? Uh, Oh, good. Good question, mate. I think it was, I don't know, maybe it was number two. I'd never played this one before, so I'm assuming it's a sequel because okay. I played it very early on. I'm pretty sure with you actually on that yeah, catch I was say, we, session we played we had. a while ago, didn't we? we did. It's a hard game, man. hey. It kind of, oh, man. It hit was a certain not... point and it just goes fucking whoop. <laughs> we were like, as soon as you're a couple of beers in, then it's like you start getting angry at each other. So we had one bloke that kept accidentally picking up the uh, fire hydrant and just like oh, spraying God. the food. <laughs> Just yeah, accidentally, I bet. <laughs> accidentally, yes, exactly. Yeah. But apart from that, mate, uh, it's I've had now three weekends off in a row. This weekend as well is is off uh, of Ooh. no gigs, so that's been kind of nice, mate. Just you know, Shit, relaxing yeah. and hanging out, it's time with yeah. the family. So yeah, that's wicked, mate. Big fan can't of that. Can't complain. 
Yeah, mm. nice. And you've got a few gigs lined up. We have one next weekend. I actually got a double header coming up, Cap. We've got a a, a new venue uh, in Perth, uh, an Irish bar, and then actually, fuck, they're both Irish bars. So we're playing. Sounds like we're uh, we keep booking You've ourselves type, into mate. Irish venues, mate. Yeah, we've got a tart. Yes, must do. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, mate. What's um? What's the biggest like? What's the what's the biggest crowd pleaser in your set at the moment? Do you reckon? Oh, it's hard to tell, man. Some of them uh you wouldn't expect would go great that are amazing, but anything Van Morrison seems to be very well received. So Brown Eyed Girl is always a banger. Yeah, and the other one uh, that is a banger is um. What's that? Uh, uh, Violet uh, Femmes song? We go out. Like yeah. Blister in the Sun. Blister in the Sun. Blister in the yeah. Sun's always a uh, crowd favorite as well. Oh, Classic. dude, we've also started playing um, Teenage Dirtbag, which really surprisingly goes very well in a pub scene. Not surprised, dude. That's that's such a, like a coming of age for a lot of people, you know, like yeah, that song. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not that it's one of my personal favorites, but, you know, you belt it out when you've had a few tins <laughs> and, you know, you're with all your mates. Yeah, <laughs> you know? true. Classic. Yeah, we will, yeah. Now, we want to learn a um, a uh, Taylor Swift yeah. song, Cap. Have you got any suggestions, mate, for a Taylor Swift song well, we could I cover? Know. Man, honestly, you are asking the wrong fucking person. <laughs> I could not even tell you one Taylor Swift song. I literally could yeah. not. Yeah, there you go. If 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 you had a knife to me and we're like, you'd need to say a Taylor Swift song right now, or you die. I think I'd be <laughs> fucked. You'd be done. Cool. I'd be cool. I think that's probably a, that's probably a good thing, Cap. I reckon you might when have you to get the, the uh, Mr. right side going as well, mate. Yeah, oh, that would be a that would be an absolute pub classic. The other one that goes very yeah. well is that Jimmy Eat World. Um, the middle uh, is really uh, good. Yeah, well. one. Yep, 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 yep. Classic. It's a great song. Anyway, enough about me, Cap. More about you, mate. What's been happening on your agenda? Well, I what the fuck? What did I do? Um, God, I actually don't think I did an awful lot. In all honesty, I think I just did. I was in dad mode a fair bit last week. I had I had had a fair bit of time up my sleeve to do a bit of gaming. Me gave me a bit of bit of time to kind of just cruise. I actually. Uh, I'm at, uh, I'll, I'll probably leave that until um, how's your game and been going actually. Um, but yeah, I just kind of have a bit of time to myself, which is honestly kind of nice after nine months of not an awful lot of that. So um, yeah, it's mm. just been bloody good. So I uh, also had today off as well. So it kind of worked out well because I've got a few weeks before I start full-time at work and Ted's gone into full-time daycare now so we can preserve his spot. So I've kind of got like a couple of days each week to myself just to get shit done, which is great. So it's been really nice. Um, now, Cap, it's your birthday this week as well, isn't it, mate? We cannot miss yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. When is, so when's that happening? What's that's the, on what's Thursday, the day? Thursday? Thursday, the twenty seventh of <clears throat> July. Wow. So, um, party time. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, do you party? How hard do you party for thirty two? Probably not that hard. <laughs> Oh, I think it gets less hard as you fucking get older. Yeah. Dude, I actually forgot <laughs> my age 40. this year. I thought I was 38 this year. Um, my what dentist told me, gee, you look, you look pretty good for 38. And I told that to my wife and she's like, what the fuck? You're 36. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you obviously didn't count the rings in your teeth, mate. <laughs> no, that's right. Is that how you, is that how you do it? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. It's like a tree, isn't it? Same yeah, thing. Exactly. The rings are bark. Yeah, yeah. Oh, classic, mate. Yeah, I, I kind of did that. I've done that a couple of times myself. And I mean, I'm only 30, like, you know, 32. So I, I think after like 
you know, mid twenties, you just kind of stop counting and then you hit 30 yeah. and you're like, Oh fuck, I'm 30. That's a, that's, that's a triple century. A you're beauty. Yeah. Let's go. Mm. Uh, not century, mm-hmm. fucking decade. Um, and then you kind of just go back to forgetting how old you are again until I guess you hit 40 and then you go <laughs> shit on 40. So I don't oh, know. Fuck man, it's getting close. <sighs> yeah, man. The worst still... thing is I remember my mum's 40th. So, you know, you're fucking getting old when you're reaching the old four zero. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, now completely unrelated to, mm. you know, getting old. Well, actually not, not really, um, almost adjacent, but, um, Grizz, did you see Elon Musk is renaming Twitter? Yeah. What's, hey, what, what's happening there? Is he changing the whole platform? Is it no longer the bird platform cat? What's, what's going on? Well, it kind of looks like he might be, well, he's, he's shared a, an X on a black background, which seems to be replacing mm. the, you know, famous blue bird. Uh, but gone. we don't know if okay. we don't know the full kind of extent of what's going on. I kind of think what's happened is like, uh, well, you know, Meta came out with Threads, which is like a you know a Twitter, um, you know, competitor, and I think you know there's some there's some kind of stuff on the on the horizon in terms of uh, Twitter's fiscal year results in terms of advertising and, and uh, I guess just numbers generally in terms of, you know, onboarding of real human beings rather than just bots. Uh, and so I think they thought, well, let's do a bit of a rebrand to see if we can kind of lure people back onto the site, give it a fresh lick of paint, I, I'm guessing, and kind of go from there. Wow. So, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I just even gave it to Google and the first thing that came up was this guy, Alex Cohen, who said, I was laid off from Twitter today. I was the designer in charge of our new rebranding to X. So <laughs> it sounds like it's a fucking real thing, mate. Well, oh, I man. mean, that, Twitter is such a fucking tumultuous fucking nightmare of a place right now, really, isn't it? You know, yeah. I, I can only imagine what it would be like to work at Twitter at the moment with just how haphazard it is, really. It just seems like any time Elon has a rough idea, he's just like, yep, do it, let's go. You know, no he real went, kind of... He went know, and gave a heap of people what? the chop, didn't he? Like when he first got in there, he's like, yep, yeah. see you later, guys. Well, sounds like, he's, sounds like he's, he's still fucking doing it. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. <laughs> I thought we'd have a quick chat about it before we jump yeah. jump in. Uh, but uh, he Very also said that he was he want, he has an ambition to create an everything app called X by three to five years. So I'm guessing he kind of wants to do what Meta's done in terms of ecosystem, right? Like yeah. have your Facebook, have your Threads, have your Instagram, have your WhatsApp. So I think wow. that's probably where he's going, really. Um, but I Business guess we'll idea, see, boys. Uh, let's re brand to the X podcast ahead of this happening to get a couple extra clicks. Uh, I actually recall quite a a few years. He's actually been talking for a few years about making a app called X to mirror the WeChat uh, app that China has, which does like social media. It has eBay. It has um, messaging. It has YouTube. It has like literally like it has everything. All the things. Dude, Mm, that's kind of okay. Well, I mean, in all honesty, like, I think that's easy to do in China, not so easy to do here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why everyone does everything separately because it's incredibly difficult. I mean, even Google can't maintain that many services properly. Like, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. But uh, but yeah, anyways, there you go. X.com. Apparently Mr. Musk bought that in 2017. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, cool. Anyways, um, but yeah, well, 
just, uh, you know, let's dive into it. Eh? Uh, house rules, as always, thank you for freaking being here. Bloody appreciate you. Uh, go and tell someone someone about us, uh, your, your mum, your nan, your dad. I don't give a shit. Just tell someone. It'd be great. Uh, a bit of organic, uh, you know, movement uh, tendrils. So we'd really appreciate it if you could uh, let someone know about this podcast, whether it be, you know, you chuck them on the twitch.tv slash Oceanic Gaming Radio uh, link and you come and watch this thing every Monday night from 7 p.m. AWST, uh, such as freaking legends as Erish and, uh, you know, the Aussie noob, uh, Sukai, uh, Moosey, you know, legendaries, freaking legends. So, Bloody uh, legends. Yeah. Yep. And fancy badger. Uh, or, you know, if you're listening, you know, via Spotify or iTunes or wherever else it is, freaking send them a link to the bloody, to the bloody podcast. We appreciate it. Otherwise... Uh, you know, you can also support us financially, you know, which is also a, a potentiality. Uh, and you can do that by going to patreon.com slash OGR show and uh, dropping your credit card details and uh, we'll do the rest. Don't you worry. Uh, but yeah, some of those legends include the following Sukai, Moosey, Caging Runt, Sergeant Paul, Lee GD, J Libs, Brendan, Dan Fantastic, and Strops. Appreciate you guys big time. Uh, one final link for you. Uh, OGR.show. Is that the correct? Yeah. Yeah. OGR.show. That's We've got a website. website. Got all our links on there. Literally every single one except Twitch. Um, you, go, you guys can figure that one out for yourself. It also um, has a little tidbit right up about each of us if you want to learn more about ourselves. You can. Oh, yeah. Big time. Capo? Yeah. Really, real, real uh, deep insights and hidden lore that you would never have known about us. So you only find it on that website. Uh, But yeah, so there you go. Anyways, moving along, big old quest log this week. We've got three mad dogs sitting on the quest log. Starting Grizzly. Diablo fans are not freaking happy. (laughs) Can Blizzard patch things up? (laughs) They are ah, get it? very <laughs> not happy, Cap. And, uh, well, can they patch things up? Yeah. So have you had a look at the Metacritic today, Cap, for Diablo 4 by chance? No. I would have thought it would be pretty good before all this shit went uh, off. You know? Yeah, it was. It's sitting at 2.2 user score. It's getting absolutely <laughs> review-bombed right now. Whee, there you go. Drop it. Uh, well, so, okay. so to give you guys a bit of an overview of what happened, so the... Season one has now launched. I believe it launched. When was that? Sometime last week, towards the end of last week for the weekend, yeah, I believe. I think last week was uh, was re- released date. Of to- uh, yeah, towards the end of last week. Um, pre-launch of the patch uh, of the of season one, uh, Blizzard released this very large patch, um, and the patch basically nerfed everything. So every class uh, had a damage nerf. Uh, survivability across the board was nerfed. Uh, cooldown reduction was nerfed. And one of the easiest ways to get hold of loot, which was the Helltides and the Helltide chests, was heavily nerfed. Um, as well as some other hidden little gameplay mechanics that didn't quite make sense to people at the time were also changed. And an example of that is the time to teleport out of the dungeon. So once you finish the dungeon, the time to get out of the nightmare dungeon was pushed from like three to six seconds or something. So double the amount of time. Well, I will get to this cap because I've been listening to quite a few people's take on overall uh, kind of the season as a whole and why some of these changes aren't really making sense. But 
long story short, I think they're just trying to waste people's time, Cat. This was my original gripe with the game, making you run around town. Um, uh, and yeah. and we'll get there eventually. But so and there was so there was a huge backlash from people because essentially people have been putting in heaps of hours, right? Um, in prep for the patch, just trying to like figure out what class they're gonna play. And all of a sudden the all of these nerfs came along and and you know, they've been sinking hundreds of hours into their level 80s, 90s, 100s, and they felt like shit, basically. Like uh, big big damage nerfs and everything else. And uh, we talked about this, Cap, because this actually came out before the last episode, and we theory, I kind of theory-crafted that, well, because there's going to be such a big power spike with the new season that maybe they're just, rather than uh, uh, buffing the enemies, they're just nerfing the heroes. So when they get that power spike, you'll come back up to where you normally are um but that doesn't seem to be the case yet so it's still still quite weak in the in the yeah. seasons yikes yeah i don't know like personally uh, i can't uh, look it's I, th- I think it is inherently difficult to like a game the size of diablo i think a lot of work goes into you know balancing you know five different classes and you know literally virtually endless content I get mm. that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know it's not an easy yeah. job. I totally get that. But I think the worst way to balance something is by reducing the player's, you know, strength overall. When you wind that back, it just feels like shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they do it. It's such a bad yeah. idea. And the only reason I can really think of is, you know, there is stuff that we don't really understand about the code base of of Diablo 4 and, and how they've implemented stuff. And maybe they kind of went a little bit too far in one direction and it was going to be too difficult or arduous to wind the content forward and mm. keep the player at the current level that they were at before the patch versus just wind the player back, cop a heap of shit, and then we'll just get on with it later. I kind of agree with you. There's definitely things we don't know uh, and and the way the game is made. And an example of that, Cap, and I didn't know this, and it's very interesting, but a lot of people have been asking for more stash space and the devs actually yeah. came out and said, have, have you heard about this or, or not yet? Uh, the fact that they have got stash space coming out? No, no. So every time you run into a player in an instance, it loads that player plus everything they have in their stash. So the devs have gone... Huh. We would yeah. love to give you guys more stash space, but it's actually not that easy. Um, Wait, why does it do that? I don't know. I don't know why the game needs to to do that, but it does. So it means why, that. What uh, the fuck? Yeah, essentially, uh, it, it's using stashes, though. I I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of like cheat mechanic around duping items or something with that. Uh, they didn't explain that part, but they did okay, say maybe. that. Maybe yeah. The, sure we give people more stash spaces, then yeah, it's going to going to cause the game to 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 lag when you're in an instance with a lot of players. <laughs> Dude, that just sounds so fucking wild to me. I can't believe that. That is mind-boggling. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because, you know, they've kind of suggested that they're, well, I mean, they've already said that they're adding an, an additional stash tab um, yeah. mm. in the next sort of patch that's coming out or whatever. So, oh, man, that is that is honestly mind-boggling. I had no idea about that. I mean, yeah. from a development point of view, I can't imagine why you would want to load all the other players because that's just like... I don't know. For me, kind of as a developer myself, kind of seems like a one-on-one. Let's minimize the amount of shit we have to load. I mean, we're not looking at other people's stashes, so why are we loading that? 
but maybe yeah, what you said, why, maybe why, I wonder whether it's there. in case you put stuff on or something. Or I don't know. I kind the of thing s- is like but, all your loot is bound to you, though, right? You don't see other people's drops in the world or anything like that. So I just no. don't understand. There's no trading. What? No, <laughs> I, I think you can it. inspect people you're friends with. Yeah, it's very bizarre. It's very bizarre. I don't quite know what that is. And you know what? Uh, originally, I was kind of like, oh, here we go. This is going to be Blizzard saying, oh, you can unlock an extra five stash at the end of your battle pass as a reward on the paid battle pass kind of thing. But uh, that has to think too. of would be maybe they are maybe because they've loaded all the shit that someone could potentially have on their character mm. and they don't have to like ping a server to get the updated kind of thing from the server yeah, for that character. that's what they, I was thinking. If they, they were to put that item on, stash. yeah, if they were to put that item on, then it's got to load maybe bits and pieces that happen with that, but yeah, maybe preloading it reduces making that. calls, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, sorry to theorycraft uh, developer random shit, but um, yeah, okay. So <laughs> uh, ultimately, I don't know, Grizz, it'd be interesting to see where the game oh. is, you know, in a while. But oh. I, I honestly do believe that they've maybe in an attempt to, you know, make people feel like a badass and have a really good launch. Maybe they've kind of gone a bit too far in the forward, you know, acceleration direction for players and maybe went, oh, shit, maybe we need to wind this back a little bit. Uh, Absolutely, they have, Cap. And off the back of this, uh, I guess, community um, hate, for lack of a better word, they had uh, a pre-release campfire chat where they hoped to um, talk about the changes they made and, you know, one of the first things they said was Adam Fletcher admitting, going, we know it was bad. We know it's not fun. Um, we are going to learn from our mistakes and we'll, we will not be releasing a patch like this in the future for Diablo 4 again. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, that, that straight off the bat is, is positive vibes. But um, yeah, yeah, just, just yeah. went up in an interesting way about it, you know. I mean, just kind of removing all the power that people had worked hard to get is also i bet it's not the last time they do something nah, like this. Nah. come on man so this, this is kind of what he said uh, he said the goal was to rein in the popular overpower builds that were blasting through content the nerfs were painful but also necessary is what um adam said as part of that that okay. piece. i mean look ultimately they have data that we don't have right so mm. uh if they are looking uh, if they are looking at the data and going Oh, fuck. Like, you know, because there's only so much testing they can do. And then once you put a, a game in the hands of players, I mean, you have people who can literally fucking know life the fuck out of these games. <laughs> yeah. And they do, especially when it comes to an ARPG. There are, that's, this is like ARPGs are the like quintessential no lifing game for some people because that's literally all they fucking play. They don't play any other games apart from ARPGs. So they find out every single tiny bit of max, uh, min maxing, you know everything else and yeah i mean I'm, I'm sure they're probably looking at this data and going jesus christ uh yeah mm. we need to sort this out <laughs> gotta fix that yeah but the way they did it though was very interesting cap because like they may say that right the uh, goal was to run in popular overpowered builds but they did things like they nerfed the whole of the vulnerable um across all aspect. classes aspect yeah. and they nerfed the whole of the cooldown reduction aspect across all classes so yeah. those to me aren't targeted nerfs. They are like, well, we're just going to nerf everybody yeah. <laughs> down. And well, I'll, I'll get to why I think they've done that later. But I guess some um, key points from the campfire and things that changed coming into season one, which is now live, is there's a couple of, I think, some good points and things that they've done to address concerns. So um, they increased uh, monster density in the nightmare dungeons. They gave us an additional stash tab 
cap. Um, yeah. Respecking uh, decreased cost significantly. Uh, and then okay, the levels, which was my gripe, was that the I felt like the leveling experience between 50 and 100 was just too egregious. It was just too long. Um, so they've actually reduced that, uh, that limit. So the 50 to 100 goes a little bit faster. Uh, and they've said, uh, interestingly enough, Cap, that uh, they're trying to make the game more fun for players. Um, okay. So Look, as part of this campfire, there's also a bunch yeah. of other talk about other seasons, future seasons. So season two is going to be focused on end game and end game mechanics, adding more to do in the end game. And then season three is leaderboards as a whole. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. What do you reckon? Yeah. Look, I just, I don't know. Like I really feel like I'm kind of in two minds about this, right? Personally, I think the amount of people that jumped into this game to basically just play the campaign and then fizzle out, I mean, I'm totally one of those people. (laughs) Uh, I think that was probably a lot and maybe they wanted to find the best time to do a shitty patch like this and that's probably in the first season when, I mean, really looking at the content of the season of The Malignant, uh, mm. it kind of looks fairly fucking boring to me. Like, it doesn't seem like there's an awful mm-hmm. lot going on. Uh, yeah. Let's do it now whilst, you know, I I think maybe we're going to have a lower uh, player population anyway and then next the season after this we can really fucking double down and really pump it. Maybe that's the kind of thinking they're having. They've already made a lot of their money um, off initial sales. Um, yeah. Let's try and push that there. Um, but yeah, I, in all honesty, I, I just don't really know what to, what to think about it in general. So, I mean, so I've, it just doesn't I've affect pretty, me. At all. <laughs> I've got a pretty hot take on this, Capo, but I'm not the only one that thinks this. There's some other people that also think this, but I think Blizzard aimed for season one and the pre patch to slow the game down significantly uh, across what it already is in terms of the XP that you can gain per hour to. Yeah try to coax people in to buying battle pass levels. So okay. yeah, no, I could see that. Uh which is a thing, you can buy battle pass levels and I think it's nearly unless you're a like you mentioned kind of like a no lifer who's going to spend all their time grinding the the premium battle pass and not paying for levels, you're not going to get the end content on there. And the reason why I reckon they've done this and the reason why I think they have is that's that it also explains the uh, three-second delay from getting out of your nightmare dungeons cap as well as, you know, reducing damage across the board, uh, yeah. reducing cooldown reduction just to slow that uh, slow It would make that, sense, that right? Down a bit. You know, I suppose, again, it comes down to maybe they're looking at data. I mean, I'm positive that you're right. They want to sell battle passes because, I mean, that's what a game as a service is going to be trying to do, right? And that's yeah. what Diablo 4 is now that they've sold all of their fucking copies. Um, you know, I mean, they have, uh, you know, I, I will kind of give them props to say that, you know, in the patch notes, they mentioned that level to f- level 50 to 100 experience will be adjusted to make it easier. We don't mm-hmm. know how much easier that is. It could literally be one XP less. And yes, that is technically easier. Uh, it could be, you know, <laughs> half the amount of XP. We don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, now I was going on this. Basically, I, I think ultimately when it comes to, uh, you know, this kind of thing is maybe they have data that suggests that maybe people only do really play one class and they don't do multiple classes per season mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, inter- they're just looking at, you know, what people did over the time between release and season um, drop uh, and went, well, you know, let's make that initial 
grind longer because we need to maintain these people for longer to try and get them to hook suck the them in yeah. onto the onto the battle pass. So yeah, but I mean, also, I mean, funny you bring up the, uh, the battle pass screws because we saw that uh, tweet from that bloke who basically <laughs> yeah. outed what it looks like mm. a like a dark pattern. And for people at home, you know, they don't know what a dark pattern is. Well, if you played Fortnite, you've probably seen a few. Basically, it's when mm. they do dodgy development tricks to try and either bait you into buying things or just make things not seem super obvious or, you know, hide cancel buttons and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and you'd uh, see the little X up the top of an ad and that's not actually the X to get rid of the ad that actually clicks you into the ad, all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, the, and the whole the Fortnite, yeah, the whole Sorry, Fortnite case, they got done for $245 million. Yeah, it was a lot of consumers. money, a shitload of money back to consumers. So, but mm. so what's happened is, well, uh, I think the the buy battle pass button is insanely close to some buttons where you check your ongoing seasonal status for certain mm. things like your how often you're getting I, I don't know so i can't remember exactly what the stat was exactly but it's basically close to some other buttons that you're clicking fucking regularly it's right underneath it so it's easy for console like console uh, controller users to accidentally hit the battle pass button now when you <laughs> press the button it's a single buy to click to buy <laughs> Yeah, it's not a uh, which that I'm pretty sure Cap that was one of the major issues with the Fortnite case because there was be no confirm, illegal. There was no confirmed. <laughs> so this clip that uh, Cap and I were looking at on Twitter is this guy that accidentally activates his battle pass and he's just like losing his shit because it's right yeah. where you check your seasonal stats or something. Yeah. See, this is what I just, I just I find that so fucking dodgy. Yeah. A, a, a it's fucking dodgy, but B, you know. I, if the season was more compelling to me, I probably would have jumped in and I probably would have bought a battle pass. But now that I find this happening, and I mean, look, we don't know that Blizzard's actively doing it, but they know what they're fucking doing, really. Come uh, on, let's let's be fucking adults here. Look, uh, you know, I think I'll, I'll I'll I might have bought cap. a battle pass. You know, I might have bought one before all this. I'm fucking, I'm fucking reading between the lines here a lot, and uh, we must excuse my negativity, but I just feel like, you know, I mean, we were told that this isn't going to be a money grab. And Diablo 4 was going to be separate from Immortal. But the, the more I see it, honestly, I feel like the game is designed to fucking waste your time. And I feel like at the moment, Season 1 is designed to get you to buy levels on the Battle Pass because they have just yeah. nerfed everything else into the ground. I mean, I think there are things that will be great about this game. I don't think it's there yet, like you say, Cap. You know, we've got Season 2 and 3 sound fantastic. Uh, I think having leaderboards is going to be fantastic for the game, but I do really, really hope that the devs have a look at the player base and how they are review bombing them right now because I think they fucked that patch up big time. And I think they need to have a step back and find a balance between giving the players an enjoyable game that they enjoy and pushing people into buying the battle pass and levels on the battle pass and find some middle ground there and actually give them some yeah. give us some content that's enjoyable without having to push us down that rabbit hole it's just very yeah. frustrating yeah it is insanely frustrating and i think like one thing <laughs> you know one thing that you know maybe we kind of fell for as well a little bit was 
you know, when it came to D4 and we compared it to a Diablo Immortal, you know, I think everyone maybe had the rose tinted glasses on a little <laughs> bit like, oh, look, Blizzard won't, won't fuck over their yeah, player that base was for, their PC, for their flagship PC game. They won't do that. But look, I mean, it's it's kind of looking like they're pretty happy to do that, which is a bit sad, really. I think ultimately, you when you release on console or PC, I think you need to be careful because those communities are pretty fickle. And when you start doing shit like this, I think mm. you know, hey, look at Overwatch. Where's Overwatch right now? Not looking too fucking flashy, is it? Cap, um, I would love to see the numbers on season one, and I'd love to know what. Uh, their goal was for active numbers. I mean, I mean, you look at how many they sold. They sold a lot of units, so they probably don't really care. But, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people that played it on launch aren't playing it now or even touching, dipping their toes in season one. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I would imagine the number of people. I mean, look, Diablo 4 was one of their fastest selling titles of all time. But so, I mean, they kind of had that going for it. I think they've, they've kind of made their, their um, you know, their nest egg uh, back. But, I mean, obviously they'd like to... I mean, this is what everyone's trying to do, right, is create live service games. And mm. the only way you're going to make a live service game that people actually want to fucking pay, put, pay to play is if you make it not fucking garbo and, and not do put fucking dark design patterns in and actually make the game fun. Mm. But mm. Do you know what? This is one thing I find about ARPGs in general, Grizz, is a lot of the time they get to a point where they're just really not fun. Um, I, I, I have a lot of memories of myself playing Diablo games in the in the past and other ARPGs and just finding I get tired really quickly because the game loop is the fucking same every time. <laughs> it's fucking it's like a it's it's literally a point and click adventure game without mm. the uh you know the interesting story behind it. You know it. what's going to change the mold of all this cap? What? Outdoors Gate 3. Well, going to be well, I mean, that's amazing. a CRPG, right? Technically, so that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, look, you're game. right. RPGs yeah. are grindy. They've always have been grindy. Yeah. Maybe this I mean, is I, a sign. specifically in this particular category of Path mm. of Exile, Diablo. You know, yeah. you probably even put Grim Dawn into that kind of bucket as well. But uh, yeah, that's I the whole me they, mechanic, right? Low drop chance on particular items that make you strong, and you just yeah. have to. Exactly, and that's that's where a lot of the the interest comes for the game, in my opinion, is is those low drop chances, and you know, I mean, the, the overall grind. You might argue that a game like WoW has a similar grind, but I'd almost say almost not not really. There's kind of there's more systems going on on top of the base game that are there for you to interface with within an MMORPG versus an ARPG like this, where. You know, yeah. I don't know. Look, Diablo is, hey. is, is fresh out the gate. It's still got time to kind of, you know, coalesce and, cook, and ripen. It? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, just one thing, Cap, that I thought was interesting um, that we haven't touched on yet, speaking about Diablo 4, but confirmed 15-player instances is what it is maxed at for Diablo 4. So 15-player instances. Yeah. Well, as so in, you're, you can only have 15 players within an instance within the, the game at any moment. Yes, that's correct. Right. So they do yeah. they come out and say that explicitly? I, that's when, I think that's when they were talking about the player stash issue um, ah, with okay. people loading. 
like that, any more than that, and it starts to really uh, slow things down a little bit. So that's kind of the uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what though? I do appreciate it when they are just honest about some of these things, uh, mm. and they give you a little bit of insight into the development side of games and and the technical kind of specification of what's going on behind the scenes. Because I find it absolutely fucking super interesting, like the way <laughs> well, that people why. approach building things like this. You know, I wonder so why they've crazy. done it that way. Now, Grizz, one thing that I saw pop up on Twitter was uh, Greg Street, also known as Ghost Crawler. This guy's a ex-WoW dev, uh, mm-hmm. also did a little bit of work on Age of Empires, was a lead designer on League of Legends, uh, head of IP at Riot at one point, now working as an MMO um, uh, executive president, I think, uh, on some ra- – oh, no, sorry, that was previously at, at Riot was an executive Presidente of an MMO project that they were working on and now working on some other thing as studio head. Anyways, Greg Street knows his shit. Now, one thing Greg Street did say the other day was balancing game systems is brutally difficult. I find a lot of the gaming media's clickbait around Diablo 4, uh, every build destroyed, players outraged, everything's effing nerfed to be a little hyperbolic. <laughs> I know you all need clicks, but can't you try a bit of nuanced analysis? It's almost, I don't know. I read this and I was like, Greg, have, have you have you fucking played the game, mate? Have you read the patch notes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what are you what are you talking about? Like, okay, yeah, there's look. a lot of, well, there's a few people swinging in both directions below that uh, thread. But there's, some, there's some pretty good lines of, Comments and mainly people that are playing the game, like you say, Captain. He goes, you know, try telling that to my fucking 250-hour sorceress that feels like utter shit right now, and like things like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like utter shit. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I don't know. I I, I kind of read this, and I, again, I think we have kind of touched on this. Is yes, game dev's hard, but mm. ultimately, you know, I'm a consumer. I don't give a shit about how hard it is to make the game. I just want to play the game and have fun. Uh, And when you reduce my fun, that doesn't feel great. Uh, And so maybe try different ways of doing things, question mark. But again, we, you know, we put this, um, you know, generalized kind of thing over the top of our arguments for for games and, you know, how they should feel and what what developers should do. But we never truly know what's going on within that development cycle. Uh, But unfortunately for developers, it is as simple as our job is to play your game. Your job is to make it. And if Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy playing your game, you've kind of failed at your job. (laughs) That's that's exactly right, mate. That's exactly right. So, and if you want my money, then make it fun. (laughs) It's fucking Um, that simple. Cap, I've just gone into the Twitter to check the poll and I believe while we're live, Twitter has rebranded. Yep, they've changed their branding. Yeah, I saw that before. I was going to say it. It is X right now. How crazy is that? Does that just happen or what? Yeah, it looks like it has. Yeah, it, it's 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 coming to you live from freaking Oceanic Gaming Radio. We are the first people to report on this. Yeah. Um, so, Hot news. Yeah. yeah, fucking that's crazy. Um, yeah. Anyways, now, Grizz, uh, mm. kind of going back to the Overwatch comment, uh, yeah. Overwatch is going to be on Steam soon, according Woo! to to blizzard yeah. uh which is incredibly interesting they did note that this won't be the first of blizzard titles to come to steam i dare say it might be the first um you know we'll see for a little while yet 
but uh, it looks like uh, so they're going to be rolling out selected piece. Select, see, they say they say selected PC titles on the Steam platform in coming months, starting with Overwatch <laughs> Two on August tenth. Mm. I'm imagining those selected PC titles are the ones that don't make an awful lot of money. Yeah. I'm thinking Overwatch, Heroes of the Storm. Do you reckon they're just trying to get more? A little bit more coverage on Overwatch 2, mate? What's oh, the go absolutely. there? I mean, look, yeah. ultimately, you know, Overwatch is a IP that they own and, mm. you know, has the potential to make money, I guess. Uh, it hasn't done particularly well recently for reasons that we've discussed at great length. Uh, yeah. But I think the only real way to maybe, they just need to get this game potentially into the hands of more players and they've gone, okay, fuck it, we'll put it on Steam. Um, I wonder if they're looking at, I wonder if they're looking at here, Cap, uh, the numbers behind the, the Battle.net launcher, you know, because I feel like Steam is by far well, the king, most, right? it is king, isn't it? Yeah. Steam and they must king. have some, they must have some data on how, how like, you know, you know that because I only ever open my, my Battle.net launcher for, I don't know. Well, I guess that's a stupid thing to say, but for Blizzard games and so forth, had it for yeah. Diablo 4, but now I'm not playing that. Like I've just never opened it. So well, I wonder whether having maybe one of the best test beds of all time, and that was probably uh, Call of Duty, right? Because Call of Duty came to Steam. Very true. And yeah, they yeah. probably went, okay, this is how many people playing on Battle.net, and then we've released yeah. it on Steam. How many more people did we get? And maybe they've figured <laughs> out, oh, okay, well, maybe we should do this. So Why would you play games. it on, on Battle.net? I don't reckon anyone would play it on Battle.net, surely. Well, well, I mean, look, ultimately Blizzard wants to not post it out on Steam because they have to pay mm. Steam a cut of all their sales. So obviously they'd rather do it on their own launcher. Uh, people would prefer to only have one launcher uh, for many reasons. And so most people just do only do Steam. Um, you know, it's just how people operate. I totally get it. Um, you know, less bloat on your PC, yeah. et cetera. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think I think ultimately, you know, they they've got data to suggest that maybe it's a, a smart decision. Um, uh, will it work for Overwatch Two? I don't know. I think Overwatch Two might be too far gone. In all honesty, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll get a few. I think, <laughs> I think they'll get better. a spike. Yeah, maybe. You know? Yeah, I think yeah. they'll get a little spike in player base, and and I'm sure it'll look really nice for their investors before Microsoft inevitably buy them soon properly uh but i don't know it just seems like it just seems pretty desperate to me <laughs> so, yeah and absolutely. i'm very interested now you don't, to see, you don't see the you don't see the rest of their games coming onto steam cap no diablo well, 4 or exactly. any others yeah. yeah well do you know what i could probably see diablo 4 coming to steam oh yeah yeah, and the only reason I say that is because I think Diablo 4's player base is going to shit the bed in the next six months. <laughs> and I reckon what happens is, again, we don't know what selected PC titles are going to be coming. You know, they've said selected PC titles. So we know, obviously, Overwatch 2 is coming. Um, I reckon, I honestly reckon Heroes of the Storm will come to Steam. Uh, and maybe Dude, is that game like a- still alive, Cap? Can you still go and yeah. play Heroes of the Storm? You can't. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's just in caretaker mode, um, and yeah. you know, people. I think you can still buy shit in that game. So I mean, it's in their best interest is to keep servers up so people hopefully buy shit. Um, mm. Not that you can play. I don't think you can really play in Australia anymore. Um, yeah, I do remember getting the horrific crazy. wait times last time. I wonder if we yeah. could queue SEA or something and and figure that out that way. Oh, doubt it. I tell you what, though, if it comes back out or on Steam and, you know, some servers go up for SEA, I probably will give it another crack because I really enjoyed that game. That was a, that was a fun game. Um, super mm. simple, but a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see what other shit comes out on Steam according to 
to Blizzard. Uh, but I mean, in terms of more recently, Blizzard announced its second quarter fiscal results, and yeah, I mean, you can almost imagine what it kind of <laughs> read like. Yeah. Um, you know, Overwatch two not doing too fucking great. Declining. Uh, Diablo four yeah. went completely fucking crazy. I mean, we know mm-hmm. it, it was literally one of it is their highest selling video game of all time. Uh, and WoW's just fucking doing good. Um, yeah, WoW's you know, cruising just hey, taking along. Apparently. You know, yeah. I think WoW's just one of those games. It's like you know, if you play WoW's, kind of got the same vibe as like you know, there's a certain amount of maintenance players that just are always playing WoW because it's just their game. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's the same as mm. like ARPG players. It's the same as people who play like Final Fantasy Online or that kind of shit. Just kind of becomes your game. Just sink yeah. their teeth into every bit of content there is to play. That's yeah, true. I think a lot of that's stuff, don't they? Cap as well. Yeah, absolutely. Their major patches help a lot with that as well. But I think you know, ultimately, there's just you know a lot of potential for community that people can get involved with in these games. So, um, but yeah, so I mean, those fiscal results kind of uh, you know clearly. Uh, highlighting, you know, some reasons as to why I think Overwatch 2 is probably coming to Steam. Uh, not doing too fucking flash. Let's try and uh, resurrect it, put some fucking defibrillator pat prads on it. and uh, Fresh meat. Get, yeah, get In Gabe Newell yeah. to send a fucking 100 volts of steam straight to it, to its heart. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll see. I wonder how, how does it work, work for, like, payments through Steam? Like, they're buying – can you buy loot boxes uh, Overwatch 2? I don't know. I, I don't. If- no, I wonder if Steam uh, will get a cut on on sales made through the platform. In, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Is there loot boxes in Overwatch too? I don't even know. Or is it just is it all just battle passy kind of shit now? I, I don't am, really I'm know. Not a hundred percent sure, mate. Do not yeah. know. I don't know. Anyways, well, maybe someone can email us in and, and tell us um, potentially. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, see if I can go. Um, and that's that's the state of Blizzard right now, Grizz. And uh, you know, I think we saw also the other day the uh, uh, ABK buyout is probably pretty much one hundred percent going to be going through. It's very it's unlikely done. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I don't think the FTC's got much of a leg to stand on, according to a lot of kind of you know law uh, critics and etc. Uh, that have been kind of reporting on the whole thing. And the only thing that they've really got going against it is this uh, CMA UK um, issue that seems like it's probably going to get ironed out. Whether it be, you know, they maybe have, they might have to split the company up in some kind of way, which is kind of annoying for them. But, I mean, regionally, mm. sometimes this happens anyway. So, you know, they'd obviously like to avoid that. But, uh, but yeah, so anyways, Blizzard, Microsoft, the whole lot. Interesting. Matt. Yeah. I wonder whether they saw a uh, decline of players from WoW uh, for Diablo 4, Cap. I wonder whether they've whether they lost some of that player base that are doing other things That's now. That's a really good point. I'd imagine Just there curious. would be some kind of percentage of that. Uh, though I suppose that's also the benefit of monthly subscriptions, right? You probably paid your monthly subscription, went and played Diablo <laughs> for a few weeks, yeah. and then came back yeah, just before back. your subscription yeah. was due to renew. So, very, very <laughs> so, true, mate. Very yeah, true. You probably, probably weren't too bad in that res- respect, but uh, but yeah, it's a g- good point. Um, I, I'd imagine they, you know, like they, like they said in their fiscal results, you know, WoW's still ticking mm. over quite happily. So, yeah. no WoW two any any time soon, I don't think. But, um, but no, yeah, wait for the next, go. probably another expansion at some point, Cap. 
What yeah, are they? So. How often do they come out? Every couple of years, is it, or something like that? Um, yeah, we'd probably be due one next year, I think. Um, yeah. Is that? Yeah, they generally will probably. I think their cycles generally. Uh, is it three or two years? It's, yeah, I, I think it might be two years. It's it's announce a announce expansion. Expansion comes out the next year after work on yeah. expansion. But you know, they also have you know a huge development pipeline. Every two years, Sukai's saying so. Yeah, there you go. Two two years, two yearly. There we go. Uh, they announce two it, yearly, and then it comes out the following. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you know, plus the big pipeline behind it. But, uh, but yeah, who knows how many fucking expansions they got in the bank? Um, you know, you will <laughs> never know. You will never know, Grizz, until they come out. Yeah. All right, Grizz, you got you got many gaming handhelds. I got a Nintendo Switch, mate, and yeah. I had yes as well. Yeah. Okay. Had a Game Boy back in the day. But currently, just the switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, well, Grizz, do you know if the batteries in your mm-hmm. handheld devices are replaceable or easily replaceable? Uh, I believe not, Cap. No, I don't think they are. To be honest, no? well, you no. probably be right. You probably probably be right. Uh, mm. And the EU is looking to change that, Grizz, by twenty twenty seven. So <laughs> by that point. Yeah. All handheld gaming devices are going to require replaceable batteries. Now, that is user-replaceable batteries. So, I read this, Cap. Surely this is going to get overturned. Like, I don't think from so, an eh? environment perspective, it sounds pretty fucked that everywhere, like, we're not going to have rechargeable batteries. And I don't know. Well, they'll still be rechargeable. No, no, not rechargeable, replaceable so what do you, what do they mean by re- so what's going to happen here? You just put in like one use batteries and use them out no, no, and you no, put no, new no, ones no, in there. No, what are you no, what no. are you saying? Repla- what are you saying? Replaceable batteries? They'll still be lithium lithium ion batteries. Okay, <laughs> but you can just take them out yourself. You t- they're not fucking soldered onto the chassis of. The, oh, okay, yeah, the, that uh, would be yeah, good. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that, mate. That sounds all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, then you can just yeah. fucking carry like five of them around with you, and you know, <laughs> we're like, not getting the fucking it. ever ready out again. You know, the ever ready. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, mate. We got that with the Game Boy, and that that <laughs> fucking sucks. Big fucking payday coming in. <laughs> Get the AAA's out, boys. <laughs> no, no, it's literally just the fact that uh, you know, for example, the Steam Deck or the Nintendo Switch, <laughs> mm. those batteries tend to be. You know, to some degree, stickied onto yeah, the chassis. The to, mm. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of that is to try and minimise the thickness and stuff of of these devices and make them kind of you know cheaper to make. A eh? um, because you don't have to have any kind of interface between the battery or as much of an interface between the battery and the motherboard or whatever else. Um, you know, so now that's not going to be the case. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, it's going to be. I think generally a good thing uh it's probably going to suck for the manufacturers but it'll be interesting i'm not too sure whether this applies to where where it actually applies to devices so for example the nintendo switch 2 is probably coming out in the next couple of years uh you know the next couple of years will be before 27 uh, 2027 presumably those ones probably won't have to adhere to this um this new standard, uh, yeah, and presumably devices being sold on the market right now won't have Not to adhere to, to that. No. Yeah, it says it the regulation be... will likely face pushback from hardware makers, but it says will only impact new products 
Yeah. So I wonder if people will be trying to like uh, get their products out before <laughs> this gets passed in well, 2027. I, I, I imagine there's probably people, you know, people that will be trying to do this. I, I reckon we might see a Steam Deck two before twenty seven, twenty twenty seven. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it would just make sense to try and pump those out before that because mm. it. it uh, look, I don't know the exact economics of batteries and and hardware manufacturing, but I can imagine that if you're shipping hundreds of thousands of units, and even if it costs you, you know, an extra. 10 bucks to do this that's still a lot of fucking money yeah you know what i mean yeah so mm-hmm. and potentially time you're probably gonna to have to change your schematics to to alter all this right um so not only yeah, do you have a literal sounds... economic margin but you've, you've got to pay people to kind of change designs and and get things changed in manufacturing and all kinds of shit so yeah, I think one of the biggest know. issues at the moment for the Nintendo Switch and, you know, even with like cell phones and things like that is the battery quality diminishing over time. So this will kind of, that's, that's pretty cool, Cap. It might help out a bit with that because you can just go, oh, I'm just going to bang another one in there and boom. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of like what Sukai's saying in chat, you know, the whole right to repair kind of yeah. um, shenanigans is, is, you know, people's ability to actively kind of fix up these consoles and, and yeah. devices. Um, but, I mean, we kind of live in a society where, you know, you tend to just kind of, you know, just... If you do that with your phone, that it voids the warranty and it's done, donezo. Well, I know. But by the time you, your battery's cooked and you haven't got warranty, I mean, it's probably already fucked anyway, right? So yeah, it'd be nice to be able to fix it yourself. But um, I don't know. I, we do. It's, it's interesting. You know, I've got, we've got some interesting... Uh, what do you call it? community initiatives where I, know, I can't remember what they call it, but it's, it's like there's this local um, thing down the road from me. It might be the men's shed um, where they basically teach you how to fix shit um, because that kind of skill cool. has kind of slightly been lost, you know, like your lawnmower, your lawnmower is rooted, go down to the men's shed, get learn how to fix it. Uh, <laughs> you drill and, a hole in your yeah. wall to mount a picture. Yeah, that's one thing well, that absolutely. I can do, Cap. I can do that, mate. That's yeah, I a good can do one. that too. Yeah. Um, not very well sometimes, but I do. It. I give it a good crack. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Interesting society we live in, and how consumerism slowly kind of got to the point where you kind of just throw devices away to buy a new one because it's just that's just how it works, you know. Um, you don't have you don't have dad coming down and and uh, by in, installing the new aerial in the TV anymore or, yeah. or changing out the freaking diodes or anything like that. So, but yeah, I just found this this uh, this uh, this story kind of interesting. So, so there you freaking go. All right, now Grizz, Pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking of loot boxes, which we were talking about earlier, uh, there's some big changes coming to the UK now. Uh, a lot of these are guidelines around how. Uh, well, how loot boxes can kind of be implemented in video games moving forward. Um, so there's kind of 11 big principles um, that, you know, basically kind of underpin this this whole thing. Um, the first is basically available um, technological controls to restrict under 18s requiring loot boxes. So, you know, obviously uh, selling to minors. Um uh, the other thing is they want to, so that's kind of one of the main topics. Uh, the other thing they want to do is drive awareness in the public about this stuff. So, you know, you think about, uh, you see gambling, uh, you know, anti-gambling ads and stuff on TV or wherever else. Um, 
they kind of want to do the same thing for for loot boxes, which is which is mm. interesting. Um, so I mean, those eleven major principles kind of all come under those kind of main kind of similar type headings. Type of ones. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the implementation of these things and how how easy it is to get based on your age and and I guess just publicly. Sh- talking about it and bringing it to light and just how shitty these can be so definitely kind of feels like it's a a global attack on loot boxes cap you know we've seen belgium netherlands and a few other places most of europe ban them most of europe yeah are gone so um yeah are we are we seeing anything targeting loot boxes here in in aussie oce anything like this yet i don't think so i think it's been kind of there's been rumblings about it uh going through um into Mm. You know the spaces that look after these, but ultimately, I don't know. Australia has a lot of other issues with gambling that aren't addressed. So I can't <laughs> yeah, imagine do. loot boxes are going to really get targeted. So yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, who fucking knows? But uh, I don't know. So I kind of saw this Grizz, and mm. you know we have kind of noted about loot boxes here and there over the last you know sixty five episodes. But you know the more I think about it, like. <sighs> Are loot boxes even that fucking relevant anymore? I feel like we need to be targeting battle passes now. All right. You say this, Cap, but I have so many videos of loot boxes on my timeline recently, and I've just put a video up here for the Twitch chatters because uh, last week, uh, Tim the Tatman, Cloaksy and Ninja dropped $10,000 in a two-hour stream on CSGO uh, cases and loot boxes. Are you fucking joking me? I am not joking you. And off the back of that, the amount of like people on kick that I see opening CSGO loot boxes, it definitely still has its markets, man. People are still out yeah. there sinking dollars in there, 100%. But I feel like a lot of new games coming out now, they tend to not really go down the loot box monetization anymore. Yeah, that's true. What We had a big... Uh, we had a... Um, a good couple of years there, Cap. What was that um, Star Wars game? Was it Battlefront that had Battlefront had loot boxes? Yeah, had the loot boxes, and uh, we had you know we had uh, Overwatch obviously and a few others. But yeah, you're right. I feel like maybe in newer games we're not seeing it, but I think that maybe that's because of global you know legislation to to stop and ban loot boxes. You know, probably is not an economic. Yeah, viable. I think writing probably has been on the wall, but also I do wonder whether you know ultimately. When it comes to live service, maybe it, I think battle passes seem to be a little bit uh, easier to sell, um, and also community-wise, get over the line with positive kind of feedback. You know what I mean? Versus, you know, loot boxes just are kind of fucking dirty, aren't they? They're kind of mm-hmm. gross. Everyone kind of thinks mm-hmm. that like, loot boxes are kind of fucking gross. Everyone knows Do they're they? kind of gross. Well, I don't know. Like, I think most people, when you think about like loot boxes, you just think like gambling, kind of maybe not inherently, but I think just the whole idea of just like you know in-game digital loot boxes is just kind of you know just yeah, a big garbage. I agree. Really, are those little Dota treasures considered loot boxes? Absolutely, they would be considered yeah. loot boxes. So I don't know whether this is the thing, but the Dota treasures in the fine print will tell you the chance you've got to get the rare items in there. Yeah, now that chance. was a because they never used to have to do that, but they have to do. They had to do that in, I believe, China. They had to do it, and a couple of other markets. And I'm guessing that they just went fuck it. We'll just do it across the board because, right, you know, um, which is yeah, interesting. Okay. So, do the uh, CS:GO cases yeah. show the same thing on there on theirs as well? The chances. I actually, to find I actually don't know off the top of my head, to be quite honest. Yeah, right. Um, interesting. But, 
yeah um but yeah it, it kind of interesting i guess uh, for me i think the most interesting thing is you know will loot boxes be as in the f- forefront uh of our i don't know digital monetization landscape uh, within the we're next not seeing them years. for diablo 4 mate well that's it's a good just, point uh, yeah really interesting cap to see i just cannot wait to see in the seasons where the people are still buying the premium battle passes into the Diablo four seasons. And I think they not, will be. And it'll be mostly buying, people just wanted to buy cheap levels, right? Do you reckon so they, they will? Do you reckon they'll, do you reckon they'll, people will continue to pay for those? Uh, well, I mean, I think it'll come down to the actual kind of uh, quality of the season. You know, if there's a good season, yeah. people will buy a battle pass. I mean, look at, um, look at destiny two, you know, like they, they probably sell a reasonable amount of battle passes. Do, and do I mean, I, do you yeah. even know what's in the battle pass this time around, Cap? Because I have absolutely no fucking idea what's included. I know there's like- a the final thing is like a armor set that any class can wear, um, okay. which I'm guessing is just going to you know it's easy for them to do that because they have to make five different battle sets. Um, so uh, yeah, is that fucking ninja in the fucking video as well? Yeah, it's ninja. Uh, it's ninja Cloaksy and and Tim. They all dropped a heap of fucking money and just drinking white claws, drinking white claws and opening CSGO loot boxes. Dude, I actually don't know why people watch this shit. (laughs) Honestly, I just do not understand why people would just watch people blow money like this. I just fucking, I don't know. It's just, it's such an us and them fucking video. (laughs) It's just gross. (laughs) You're right. This is a bit, isn't it? I actually do really like Tim the Tap Man. I think he's a fantastic fucking content creator. Funny bloke. I don't know. I'm just so cynical about content creation in general. But anyways, <laughs> moving along because uh, that probably fucking triggered a few people. Um, all right. <laughs> anyways, loot boxes. <laughs> loot boxes, baby. You may see them come to Diablo 4 once the battle passes could stop yeah. selling. Maybe we'll yeah, see we need to find a new instead. way to monetize this bad boy. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Now, Grizz, one thing we forgot to do earlier was one of these fucking, uh, one of these things. Where are we? Mm, la, la, la. Um, talking about the freaking poll baby uh now every week we ask a question and how do we do that via twitter.com slash ogr show or is that x.com uh, you're right it's still twitter mate but i just wanted yeah. to freaking know that it's shared yeah no uh i wonder does x.com go anywhere x.com where's that guy <laughs> that's Holy gonna take it to some it goes to twitter no, no. X.com. if you type in x.com it goes to twitter Oh my god, it fucking does too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've cracked the code. <laughs> if you go to x.com, I wonder if that works. X.com slash OGR show. Holy fuck, it does too. If you go to okay. x.com slash OGR show, uh, <laughs> you could go and vote in our, uh, in our thing every week. Just go and uh, follow us on that bad boy. X. Uh, X. Are we just going to call it X now? X, on X. X, yeah. X marks the spot. There's a, there's a good put, marketing Don't campaign. put three of those in there, okay? Do not put in triple X. No. No. I did see a, quite a funny tweet from um, Asmongold the other day saying, um, "Do what What do you call videos on X? X videos. 
Oh, yeah. Why does that sound familiar, Grizz? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, mate. No idea. <laughs> Neither do I. Anyways, um, yeah, so uh, twitter.com slash show or x.com slash show. Uh, yeah, we do a poll every week. Go and follow us there and you'll uh, find out when we post it. This week's we asked the following Oh, last week, sorry. Uh, Diablo 4 Season 1 is live. If you brought the game, are you going to try out Season 1? Do you want to go through the results, Chris? Yep. Uh, so the options were yes. This is bad English by me. Sorry, I wrote this out very quickly. Yes, I am slash will be playing. No, the game sucks or I want to see the results. We had a tie cap. Um, we had down the bottom of the poll, uh, 25% of the people said, no, the game sucks, and then split in between the middle uh, with 37.5% said, yes, I will be, I am playing, or I want to see the results. So sounds like uh, a couple yeah, of people it. were playing, mate, season one. There you go. Yeah. Also, oh. um, yeah, no, fairly close, really, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I think um, the jury's kind of still out. I think people need, still need time to play the the patch overall, maybe perhaps just to kind of wrap their freaking heads around it. Get in there. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Very mm-hmm. freaking interesting. All right, Grizz, I've got a question yeah. for you. Yes, mate. Give it to me. I'd love to know. How's your gaming been going, mate? Hoi, hoi. Dude, my gaming has been absolutely Putin. It's been gaming. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of things. Um, firstly, I've been playing... Modded Terraria with my two brothers. Um, and Modded, dude, I tell you what, this is a game just, that just keeps giving cap. I was harping on about how they keep bringing out new content. Well, it turns out there is also a massive modding community that sit behind Terraria that add bosses, items, NPCs, mechanics, uh, basically anything you want. So that's been really fun as a co-op relaxed uh, game. We've been kind of doing the background. But um on top of that, which I want to spend most of my Hazy game and go and talking uh, talking about Cap is Remnant Two uh, releases on the twenty sixth uh, of July, a couple of days. So Ooh, what's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Wednesday. Um, yes, yeah, not too far away. The twenty sixth. That's the day before my birthday. Bloody hell! Is mate. it? Oh, oh, Cap, mate. Uh, I'll buy this for your birthday if you like, mate, as a present. Oh, go so on. Because I want someone to play this with, so that'll be my. Uh, That'll be yeah. that'll be a bit of a present for me and you. So I mean, good. hey, I'll, I'll play as often as I can, you know. But uh, yeah, I'll do my best. But uh, yeah, <laughs> awesome. that sounds great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, to give the beautiful. to give people a bit of an idea of what Remnant Two is. So Remnant from the Ashes One um, was released probably about I don't know, it must be a fair while ago, a few years at least, maybe I don't know, six or seven years ago. Yeah. But it's slated, I guess, as like a as a shooter that has uh, I guess like Souls like mechanics and what i mean by that is you have a dodge roll um you it's heavily uh based around having to dodge attacks you're fighting these grotesque enemies and big bosses that are larger than life huge big arenas and have different boss mechanics that you kind of gotta gotta learn and, and dodge but it's also cooperative. Now, the first one was okay, Cap. I did play the first one. Uh, 2019, thanks, Suko. So a couple of years old now. But it just didn't quite hit the mark in a couple of ways. Uh, I felt I felt like the storytelling was a little bit lame uh, and the, the, the physical uh, combat was kind of a little bit off. But from what I'm playing okay. so far... It was just okay. What I'm playing so far for Remnant 2 seems like they have 
built upon what they created. So you've actually been playing it? Yeah. So if you buy the Ultimate Edition, which is like 105 Aussie, you get a couple of days early access. So I had some time on the weekend and I thought I wanted to talk about it today. So I'd download it and play. So downloaded it and sunk about three hours in a couple of nights ago. And uh, you get to pick a class. There is a bunch of different classes. And um, I think that's really cool because it allows you to, if you're playing in a group, there's a healer. Uh, there's kind of like a frontliner, there's a ranger. Um, and similar to, I guess, RPGs, you have uh, different items you can equip uh, that do different things. You've got all your slots, armor slots and everything else. And um, I haven't gotten to any bosses yet, but holy shit, I'm on the second uh, difficulty. And man, like you really have to be onto the dodge rolling. And this, this, it's kind of a weird mechanic, but if you're looking down your sights using your ranged weapon, if you're not looking down your sights and you attack, you hit with a melee attack and it's kind of hard to get used to, but you might be aiming down and shooting an enemy and then they might do a ranged attack at you. You've got to get out of your aim down sight and to dodge away. But I've actually found it quite, quite cool. So there is a uh, iframes and you dodge roll. So it did actually feel quite similar to what Soul-Z. I, yeah, Solzy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, from all, all things said uh, so far that I've seen for reviews, apparently the bosses boss mechanics are really cool. Uh, the bosses are quite memorable and uh, challenging. So it's sweet. I'm keen. Hey, it looks yeah, really good, and I think you know critics seem to be really f- flapping on about it as, as well. So seems like they've just done a really good of making a sequel. You know, good job yeah. of it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, which yep. a lot of it's, it's sometimes it's really hard to capitalize on a on an initial game. Um, not that you know Remnant One was you know a, a fucking trailblazer or anything, but mm. feels mm-hmm. like uh, based on what I've read from critics is that these guys have just kind of you know taken that formula and gone, okay, how can we just improve virtually everything in this game? Make it a bit and they've better. done it. Yeah, yeah. I will say some of the dialogue I'm already skipping through, but I think that might just be me. I'm not a really dialogue kind of yeah, guy. I was say, so to... someone else who might enjoy lore <laughs> a bit more might sink a bit more time into that. Like I'm not walking around the town and talking to everyone to find out their stories and that kind of thing. I'm just trying to, you know, get into the bones of the game. But uh, yeah, it's uh, so far it seems to be ticking the boxes. And I, what I'm really looking forward to, yeah, is getting another couple of people in that that want to play it and, I yeah, think shit, my brother, yeah, I think my Curdy will really enjoy this game. I think it would be uh, definitely down his alley as a shooter. Yeah. Loves it. Yeah, yeah kind of so, looking at it myself and thinking, yeah, this has definitely got Curdy written all <laughs> yeah, over it. It does, yeah. Big yeah, time. yeah, I think I think you'll like it. So yeah, yeah. Cap, that's what I, I'm going to give that a bit more of a tickle before uh, the next episode and give maybe Love a it. bit more of a well-rounded review on this. But so far, it's looking promising, mate. This is, uh, for anyone listening, Remnant 2. So it is the sequel to Remnant from the Ashes, which was a 2019 release. Yeah, um, very yeah, cool. It's pretty good. Keep an eye out for it. Due out on Wednesday, um, you know, yeah. unless you get the early access um, mega bundle. But, yeah, there you freaking go. Very cool. Have you got anything else you want to talk about? Or is that the, that's the, the sweet. That is me. I've been pretty busy, mate. I haven't had a heap of gaming time. I've been playing a little bit of Dota. Actually, you have been getting back into a little bit of Dota 2, Cap, which has been enjoyable. Yeah. And our friendship yeah. group as a whole uh, is as well. The uh, dad bods we call ourselves. But yeah. nice to uh, pick that back up. It's yeah, been good fun. I've had a Final Fantasy 16 shaped hole in my gaming repertoire recently and <laughs> haven't really felt like jumping mm. into too much else. And so I've kind of just gone back to some comfort picks like, you know, and I say comfort picks very loosely when it comes to Dota because sometimes it's not very comfortable playing Dota. Uh, but it's been good. I don't know. I've just been enjoying playing a couple of my fave characters like 
um, Phantom Assassin and oh, um, yeah. Jug and uh, yep. you know uh, that's position one the life cap. Gee, yeah, it's just it's just the easiest for me to wrap my head around, and I don't have to try and multitask an awful lot of stuff. Just have to you know hit blast hit creeps and and join fights when I'm when I've got a couple of items. So yeah, I don't know. It's been yeah. good. It's been been nice getting back into it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The new season's pretty good. The new meta changes, enjoying those for the most part. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just good kind of catching up with some people that I haven't really fucking been able to chat with an awful lot. So, yeah. play um, games. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it is very freaking Happy. nice. So, how's the yeah, rest of your great. gaming going, Capo? How's the rest of your gaming going, mate? Now, the rest of my gaming has been pretty good. Like I said, I haven't really been playing much outside of Dota and, um, and whatnot just because yeah once i kind of finished up with final fantasy 16 i'm just man all i want to do is play fucking boulders gate that's all i want to do um <laughs> have you, know, you wanted to download the content that they have now for it at all cap or have you been kind of I, staying you know away what? I, I bought it thinking okay. yeah i'm gonna i'm you know what fuck it. i'm just gonna play it but the more i think about it more i'm like nah just wait till fucking release Yep. You know, you know, go then, and then we'll go from there. So, um, no, basically, I, I, I haven't, um, I haven't dived into what's there currently, and kind of glad I haven't yet. So, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, it is available if you want to go and check it out. But uh, no, nah, I'm going to wait till it comes out full release, which is like what next week. Yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, on... it's like is it like two days? Oh, hang on, I could be wrong. When have a look? It'd be a week from Thursday, mate. Is it really? Nice. Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty exciting. Um, but look, what I have been playing is I've been playing a game called Viewfinder, which I actually I actually tried the demo of this during the Steam Next Fest, and it's just fucking awesome. It's such yeah. a cool idea. So the whole gimmick of this game is a puzzle game. Uh, a lot of the time you're trying to find these little like kind of teleporter pads uh, in these puzzle rooms and you're trying to do certain things to try and get to these teleporter pads, whether it be kind of, you know, uh, energizing them with batteries or uh, pulling levers to turn them on or, you know, some of them literally just are there. You need to get to them somehow. Now, the somehow of how you do these things involves you finding or making photographs and then like what <laughs> it's really hard to explain how this yeah. fucking works and what basically of it it's so confusing dude inside the the photograph there is like um you know terrain okay and you click the button and then that terrain becomes where the photo is being held up in the game space and suddenly that terrain has masked over the top of whatever was in front of you and so now you're mm -hmm. using you know you, you go and take a photo of a staircase and then you put that staircase somewhere else to get you up to another level <laughs> somewhere mm -hmm. or you know you you take the photo of take a photo of a slope uh, and that helps you get from one place to another uh, or you know and there's all kinds of different things that come into play like you know there will be like photocopiers that you can use to take uh, to get multiple copies of a particular photo to do certain things. Uh, there was one puzzle I remember where I had to use this one particular photo over and over again to create a bridge. Um, just really cool shit like that. Uh -huh. uh, the yeah, story right. is fairly negligible. Uh, you know, there's this like interstellar cat that runs around all these different levels telling you about what's going on and basically the world's kind of going to shit and you need to find some climate fixing machine within these weird and wonderful fucking puzzles. Yeah. But um, I just think the way that this game has just this unique gimmick 
uh, and presented it incredibly well and in a very thought-provoking way in terms of the puzzle mechanics. It's just great. So if you you kind of the puzzles aren't insanely difficult; they're just insanely satisfying when you solve them. There's a couple mm. of kind of head scratches, but there's generally like maybe a little post-it note nearby that maybe gives you a little hint or something. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really really cool fucking game. You can tell that the person that created this game was uh, mostly a programmer, or the people that did were mostly programmers and not really like design people because the Man. fucking the the UI in this game is well, the UI is not too bad. It's like the menuing system at the start of the game is fucking garbage. It is shit ass. <laughs> is it looks really? Like <laughs> yeah, it looks like someone's fucking like university um, level game design um, fucking project from year one. So, uh, but the rest of the game, fucking amazing. Um, so if you're looking for a little puzzle game and you want to have your mind bent, go and check it out. So very freaking cool. Um, but yeah, so that's Viewfinder again, little indie game. I think it's about, uh, what did I pay for it? 20 odd bucks, I think. It's really cool. Really cool game. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Now, the other thing I've been doing is I've been uh, learning Unity because I want to make a game at some point. So um, I think I've kind of mentioned that before but have definitely been accelerating my learnings recently. Yeah. So I think I'm Got almost ready to... Got some assets in there, Cap? Got figured it all out, mate? Yeah, getting there slowly. I think I'm almost ready to kind of maybe do a little project myself. Um, I want to make like a little... Um, basic roguelite game or something. Uh, maybe do a little vampire That'd survivors be so clone. Freaking cool, dude! Do a vampire. I'll yeah. play it. I love those games. Yeah, I'll um, I'll put it on the on the fucking Steam store for three dollars. Hopefully, like, uh, yeah. everyone buys we'll buy it. it. Yeah, big bucks. Uh, big bucks. Easy, easy bucks. bucks. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So just been playing around with Unity. Uh, currently learning about uh, scene management and uh, UI, uh, but been doing a lot of programming stuff, which is where I, I kind of enjoy the most, I guess, doing the scripting and stuff of all the game objects. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. So uh, watch this space. You might see a little Capo fucking uh, Capo Productions presents. So yeah, there you go. But that was my my how's my, how's my gaming going? Very freaking good. Have you got Sounds any like gaming? It's- no, no, nothing. He's got fuck all. I've just been I, playing a shitload of Minecraft, haven't Minecraft, you, Pav? Minecraft, yep. Mincraft, and more Minecraft. It's just been How many up. hours of Minecraft have you got in the last week, Pav? In the Hurricane? last week? Oh, I don't even know. At least a couple few hundred. Um, wow. <laughs> I've been playing with the uh, Pixel Expo team in, like, uh, in our meetings. <clears throat> so we all just been jumping into Minecraft and talking about <laughs> stuff and working through like issues while we're just building a world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love been, it. It's been pretty good. That's a good way to conduct meetings, though, right? Uh, people it, do people do that anyway. Yeah, and we're all bloody like neurodivergent, <laughs> so yeah. it's like being a perfect like. When we started it, our team meetings grew like double. <laughs> That's that is brilliant. I love that. Love that so much. Oh, I'm going to keep that in mind for um, future meetings for uh, my teams. <laughs> I love it. Um, cool. Big fan. Um, all right. Well, let's freaking kick this straight in the teeth. Rapid Fire News. Let's do it. Brought you by DJ Francesco. That's right. It's in the freaking game, ladies and gentlemen. DJ Francesco, thank you for your continued patronage, uh, supporting this podcast with your uh, your um, just everything. <laughs> if I can love it. Anyways, all right. 
Let's dive in, Grizz. Xbox and ABK have agreed to extend their merger deadline to the 18th of October, which is a f- few months away, uh, to just finalize the sign on the dotted line. Initially, I think it was the, uh, what was it? It was like a few days ago or something that they had to have had this deal wrapped up by. Otherwise, Blizz, uh, Xbox slash Microsoft had to pay ABK, you know, a fucking, it was like $3 billion or something ridiculous. Uh, so I think they're pretty convinced they're going to get this sorted by then. I think they almost certainly probably have it sorted even sooner than that by the looks of things. So uh, their only big rocket box were FTC and CMA, and we know that they're in talks to sort both those out. So, yeah, yeah you can go. One billion dollars. Probably more. One billion dollars. Um, Capo, uh, so Square Enix responds to Final Fantasy 16 sales concern points to PS5 install base. So Square Enix has insisted sales for Final Fantasy 16 are extremely strong, telling IGN the game has sold well relative to the PlayStation 5 install base. Uh, what did they say? I think it was how many million units was it, Cap? I can't remember how many, but. I think the big takeaway is just that Square Enix is happy with a game's sales for fucking once, which is yeah. not normally the same, not normally the case for Square Enix. They're normally, uh, you know, not super happy with the performance of this particular <laughs> title. Um, and it's like, what, well, I don't know, what did you expect from oh. Half a Stella? You know, three million copies during launch week. Holy smokes, that seems like that's a lot, doesn't it? It's <laughs> a shit ton. Not quite yeah. Elden Ring numbers, but you know, it's pretty high. Uh, so yeah, cool. Very nice, Grizz. All right, Grizz, you're gonna you're probably gonna shed a tear when you hear this one, Grizz. Tell me, mate. Xbox's Major Nelson is stepping down to do something else. Um, who's Major Nelson? Cat, tell me. <laughs> I need I need to say that. Uh, so Major Nelson was like a uh, Major Nelson was like the source of every Xbox fucking thing ever back in the olden days right. like okay. you know just just back in the olden days like social media kind of xbox person um then they uh, inevitably started working at xbox and now they're moving on from xbox so yeah it's crazy <laughs> seems like twitch chat is really not happy with me for not knowing who major nelson was there Kat. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys um <laughs> cyberpunk has done a no man's sky after 2.5 years, Cyberpunk's 27, Cyberpunk 27, 2077 Steam reviews are now very positive. <laughs> Fuck, how come I can't say that, dude? That's hard to never, say. Never counted that high, maybe. Say, um, that, say that 10 times in a row. <laughs> I'm not going to, but I you think it would be to. funny if we did. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I think, you know, I think they've kind of deserved it for the most part. I, I don't think the game's, the game's still not what they promised really right no. there's still a few things that they said yeah this is going to do this and it just doesn't do that <clears throat> and i think the way that they marketed the game initially was kind of absolutely not what the game was in the end but i think you know they that was the issue with there. no man's sky as well man you know what cap people just need to be careful with their launch marketing i think i feel like not to well, blow things I mean, out of proportion we say that gris but then you know there's a thing called share price and thing those things go <laughs> up when you yeah. get people hyped about shit. But Cap, No Man's Sky literally said a bunch of shit that wasn't true. Yeah. They were I like, know. but you can't do that, mate. You can't yeah. do that. It's not well, right. They did. They false advertising. Did. Well, <laughs> yeah, I wonder when it actually is false advertising, right? 
I don't know. I don't know, Grizz. Well, I guess at the end of the day, like uh, you kind of know what you're buying based on the, I don't know. I, I don't really fucking know. Who knows? Anyways, <laughs> moving along, Grizz. No Clip has released a The Making of Vampire Survivors documentary. <laughs> this is so funny, Cap. Like, you see those like Making of the Lord of the Rings and you know, all those big movies and we're seeing this yeah. fucking Making of Vampire. What? Come on, mate. Come on. Seriously. You know what? Honestly, I think this is warranted. Because like yeah. Vampire Survivors started, it was almost like, you know, the last major trend I think we saw in video gaming was Soulsborne, in yeah. my opinion. And before that, it was MOBAs and um, Battle Royales, right? It did and generate think, a genre. And before that, it was zombie games, you know? So mm. I think it created a new genre and I think it totally oh, it deserves has. a bit of spotlight. Yeah. So, you know, and... Can't wait for Brotato to, to win Game of the Year, mate. Cannot wait. Well, wait till the bro, the Brotato... The, the brockumentary. That's right. Is that how you say it? Anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think one one interesting thing that comes out of the documentary is the visual art style of the game was intentionally kind of done in a shit. way to make it look a bit shit. Yeah, absolutely it was. I mean, fuck, yeah. no one's going to bring a game out like that and think that the graphics is good in, in 2023. Well, I know, no but the, there was intention initially to kind of, because what happened was the person working on it, they, uh, I think COVID happened and they started working on this game themselves and they just kind of went, fuck it, I'm mm. going to try and make a video game. They basically got a bunch of Castlevania assets off the asset store and was going to replace them with, you know, some really nice kind of like, good looking, you know. Oh, they were going to make it look graphics. nice. Yeah, yeah right. And then part Part of their kind of user base uh, testing was like, no, keep it looking like shit because it, that's it's 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 charm, aesthetic, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I mean, it's kind of like Undertale, dude. Like that looks like a five year old has hand drawn that game, but yeah, that game would not be as successful if it didn't have that art style. I am confident yep. in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the art style, albeit maybe not as you know up to date as you know something like fucking call of duty or you know next gen in that in that region uh mm. it makes the game you know agreed that is so cap um battles gate 3 is going to have 17,000 endings confirmed yep confirmed now i will say that those endings I think it's worded in a way, it's more so like there's 17,000 permutations of the endings, yeah. right? So, so you've probably you know, done it with this bloke in your party and yeah. it's not and like there's going to be a unique story for each ending, is it? No, it's probably, it's probably more so just what kind of happened in that moment kind of thing. Those, mm-hmm. those are the permutations that you can get at the end, but it's still a, a shitload. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually just talking about endings, but that was one thing that really caught me about Chrono Trigger was when I finished that game with the party and then realizing that there was a different ending for every different yeah. combination of people you had in your party. So I think I can't remember how many endings were in that game, but that's that makes for replayability, you know. I don't know. Absolutely. maybe, And I would imagine that uh, maybe there is quite a few different endings that are meaningful potentially. Obviously not yeah. seventeen thousand of them, but Grizz, did still... you finish Divinity Original Sin two? No, uh, no, I didn't, mate. Does that have different endings as well? Or no, the only reason I ask is do you reckon you'll finish Baldur's Gate three? Uh I'll give it a crack, mate. If it holds my attention, yeah. But we'll try. Yeah. Do you I reckon you will? I, what do probably you reckon? Not. 
Yeah, it seems a bit long, doesn't it? The original Sin Two, either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fucking ADHD in a fucking in a in a bottle. Uh, I got to yeah, like we'll the see. second continent about five times, and then because I just want to go replay it, I can never pick it back up from where I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although Cap, it did take me like four years to finish the original um, uh, God of War, yeah, two thousand eighteen. So maybe well, I'll yeah. eventually, yeah, get back uh, there. Uh, well, yeah, I was kind of the same. I came back to God of War, but um, I don't know. It has to be a pretty good game for me to come back to it in that capacity. Like, I actually restarted God of War 1 because um, I you know, I couldn't fucking remember where I was and I didn't want to relearn the combat system in that way. So I don't know. Mm. Anyway, 17,000 endings and we'll probably see none of them. <laughs> <laughs> All that work for not, not us, mate. Not an awful lot. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, so there you go. Was that you or me? Forgotten. That, that was, was me. me. So now it's you. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure oh, that was, was me. me. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, did you know Xbox Live Gold will be transitioning to Xbox Game Pass Core Ooh. from the uh, the 1st of September? So I think um, now I don't actually have this service, and so I don't really mm. know how this works, but I'm pretty sure Xbox Live Gold is basically uh, Xbox's version of you pay this to play multiplayer. Um, on the console, um, right? Okay. So, uh, according to this graphic, I think I'm correct. Uh, so yes, uh, but basically, I think they're just kind of getting their marketing all into alignment, and uh, yeah. So, core will include online console multiplayer, a catalog of over 25 high quality games on console, and member deals and exclusive discounts. So, kind of basically like the PlayStation. Um, plus subscription at the base level. And then, you know, you can then, uh, I, I, I don't know how this works. The console Game Pass is then $11.99. And I'm guessing this is US, uh, which gives you, you know, Game Pass on console, uh, plus uh, new games on day one, uh, members discounts, which is already included. So I'm guessing for another extra $2, you could just get Game Pass, which sounds like a fucking no-brainer to me. Yeah, it's a bargain, mate. Do that. Yeah, yeah. bargain for sure. And then, mm. you know, Ultimate and PC is, is all separate. So there you freaking go. Cool. Yeah, all um, this, ex- one for, uh, this one is for... This one is for... Yeah, you finish up, Cap. Sorry, mate. What were you going to say? I was just going to say all existing live subscribers will be converted into core subscribers, just FYI, oh, if good. you're wondering how that's going to work. So... Yeah, just swap swap it over. Yeah, um, straight over. This one's for Straight Jacket Jim, mate, and those Star Wars nerds. But uh, Ubisoft's open world Star Wars game will not have any procedurally generated planets. Every game world is handcrafted with love. There you okay. go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, how many planets are we getting in that game? You reckon? I wonder. Uh, a thousand. That's a question. Oh, that's Starfield. That's Starfield. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many we're going to get, but I would say probably like three or four. Maybe it seems like there's going to be one major world, and then maybe some some. Uh, look, I'm talking. I'm probably talking a little bit of shit here, but that's kind of what I kind of got out of the trailers. But mm-hmm. I guess we'll see, Grizz. It's not going to be like uh, Survivor where you go across about. Well, there's a shitload of Survivor. Probably, I don't know. There's probably about seven or eight major areas you go to, the different planets. So yeah, anyway, we'll see. All right, very Grizz. cool. 
Mm. Uh, Screen Australia has announced a $3 million support package for select uh, for a selection of local video gamales, which is pretty fucking rad. So, yeah, yeah. Screen Australia is like a government body, I think, or something along those lines. It's an Australian federal government key funding body for Australian screen production industries, uh, which is obviously – you know, now being extended to video games. Uh, but, yeah, so there you go. It looks like, um, you know, $3 million going to a bunch of individual developers and $600,000 has been allocated to support uh, two First Nations-led games, Guck, mm. which is being developed by Future Folklore, and Awesome Black, a social enterprise aiding First Nation creatives in developing content, which is fucking rad. So That is fucking awesome, isn't it? I love hearing those stories, mate. That's yeah, great. Man. I'm fucking all about. I've always thought that like dream time stories would be such oh a fucking God. radical yeah, um, they would. like mm. I don't know, base for um, you know, just game lore and stories. So I'd I'd really love to see that brought into gaming and also kind of just, I don't know, put indigenous Australian culture on the oh, map. Oh yeah. On the map, know? mate. Yeah. This I mean, you know, some of those like dream time stories and stuff are just really cool. And that would yeah. make great video game stories, 100%. Would love yeah, to see it in, pop, in popular media for sure. Yep, for freaking sure. But yeah, Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, Cap, I, we bought a quick fire last week, which was um, about the Indian government um, banging a whopping 28% tax on the video game market. They've now clarified that a little bit to say that it does not apply to mobile games. So it was, I think it was actually targeting gambling um, games and other bits and pieces, fantasy, fan, the fantasy sport industry apparently, and other other things as well. So uh, I don't know yeah. why mobile games get a free pass on that, but yeah, it does not apply to that. Yeah. Well, lucky Blizzard uh, and Diablo <laughs> Immortal. Um, there yeah. you go. All right, Grizz. World of Warcraft redditors have abused a gaming outlet's AI content bot with <laughs> freaking hilarious results. Now I believe. <laughs> What happened was uh, Redditors were kind of thinking, well, they, they were kind of suspecting that uh, a lot of kind of websites were just AI farming their Reddits for content and just easily writing articles, essentially. And so what these guys did is, <laughs> now I'm just going to find exactly how they went about Well, users started building shit posts to see if Z League would be mm. dumb enough to run stories. It turned out, so Z League was one of these potential um uh you know ai farming news sites it turns out it was and is dumb enough with an article dedicated to how excited players are for globo <laughs> to finally hit the game sadly there is no globo playing world of warcraft at this time but i will personally petition the devs to make it happen dude i 100 percent 100 percent reckon that globo will come to world of warcraft in some form and it'll probably be like ntc or some shit well, so everyone's kind of jumped on board this uh, this uh, little funny take here. There's a guy called Zorbrix who is a CD game uh, producer at World of Warcraft, and he has written a tweet saying, uh, what did he say? Feels so Sorry. good to be able to talk about Globo finally. I remembered my first day at Blizzard where we just started uh, to work on implementation, and that was almost 15 years ago. Excellent reporting <laughs> to track this down. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Globo. Um, uh, now, I think there was it. more information about the specifics of how Globo worked um, and it was using like fucking some random currency that they made up or something. Yeah. Mm. But either way, just epic trolling. So well done. 
There you go. Hey, Cap, new study finds young people spend more time playing video games than watching movies. Reading this in my I head, I was it. kind of like a <laughs> like a bit of a no shit moment. But there you go, mate. The uh, science there behind Dude, that statement. Honestly, so. what do you what do you reckon your percentage of like t- television oh. watching to gaming is? 99 to 1. I don't watch any TV. I, dude, no. I am the same. People at work are like, what have you been watching on TV recently? I'm like, mate, I don't fucking watch TV. <laughs> like, what do you do? I'm like, play video games, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's better. You can tell your own story by playing yeah, a video game. You exactly. Know? Yeah, exactly. And it, it's really good for people with ADHD, I reckon. But yeah, there you go. Um, all right, very cool, Grizz. Mortal, one, Mortal Kombat 1, sorry, officially reveals six DLC characters, one of which I believe is that Guy with the moustache. I can't remember who his fucking name is. Oh. Um, fuck, who are Mustache they, Grizz? Uh, I can't find I didn't them. Actually... John Cena's going to be in it? Is he? I don't know. <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> do I have to read this shit, Grizz? Oh, uh, I, didn't, hang on. I don't know if I put who are the new characters. Uh, I don't the know if it says it official trailer. <laughs> you tell I haven't fucking read this one yet, uh, people are. Uh, classic Mortal Kombat characters like Takeda. Quan Chi, Ermac, balance out the roster, blah, blah, blah. blah. Dude, I don't even know if this confirms yeah. the fucking six characters. Or is uh, it just, Ermac, oh, I think it's... Peacemaker, Quan Chi, and Takeda. Uh, I think that's... Looks like... I don't know. I don't even know who they fucking are, Cap. I'm going to be honest with you, mate. Yeah, I don't know yeah, either. I think, I think maybe it's just suggesting that there's going to be six... Um, oh, hang on. However, at least the rumors surrounding downloadable combat made put, put, has officially confirmed six combatants. Um, mm. Oh, here we go. Revealed trailer. Uh, the Invincibles Omni Man can see, be seen in the video. Ermax uh, Peacemaker, Quan Chi, and Takeda will follow soon. Uh, finally, mm. the boys Homelander uh, will appear in the blah, blah, blah. The diverse characters right. in the pack may imply that NetherRealm is really listening to fans' reaction while considering its goal to bring back some obscure names. So, yeah. Um, characters from the boys, up. says Sukai. Interesting. Okay. There you go. Yeah, home, Homelander. Um, so, there you go. Um, yeah. Next. Uh, yeah. We, hey, that, that's, that's a rough one. That was yeah. buried so deep in that article. That was not easy, was it? Um <laughs> Cap, have you ever watched a uh, interactive TV show on Netflix where you kind of uh, no make so there's these things they've been around for a while. I actually watched a horror one, but essentially you can uh, yeah. you've got a response time and you can do what you kind of want and it guides the story uh, for you and like you have a different ending based on what you do. Well, Borderlands is getting an interactive TV series apparently um, in this kind of vein of creation. So. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's coming to us. We okay. don't know much more details than that outside well, of a tweet that was uh, from the official Borderlands uh, Twitter page. Uh, so I guess, yeah, kind of see where that goes. Okay, interesting. <clears throat> I think Borderlands is probably a reasonable kind of target for something like that. Uh, I mean, just I guess we'll see how it fucking looks. Whether, you know, are they, do these tend to be live action, Grizz, or do they tend to be like, um, you know, animated? No, live action actually acted. Well, the ones I've seen have been actually acted, yeah. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. And actually, it was quite good. I can't remember what it was. It was on Netflix for something. But, yeah, you use your TV controller to make the decision that you want and then, Interesting. Uh, yeah, the story goes on as that That's kind of cool. happens. Mm. Okay, cool. That sounds pretty rad, actually. It would be, probably be a good, um, 
good Twitch thing if it comes to Prime or something like that. Because oh, that's true. You know, yeah, sitting in Twitch chat and voting on your favorite option, etc. But uh, yeah, yep. very cool. All mm-hmm. right, Grizz, the Overwatch-like Gundam Evolution FPS is shutting down in November as Bandai Namco is letting go of the dev team. So yeah. Sorry to announce it here to all you Gundam fanatics. But, uh, <laughs> Did you know anything about that game, Cap? Have you heard of, you heard of that? No. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, no, neither no. have I. But apparently, <laughs> it's got a pretty. Apparently, there's some pretty uh, diehard fans out there. So if you're Is one of those, right? unlucky. Unlucky. Mm. You're gonna have to go and play on unofficial servers if they release the source code. So mm. interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah. Anyways, guess what? That's it. That's the fucking That's show. It, baby. We've we did done it. it again. One hour, 40 minutes. Classic. We keep doing it. They just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, it is, mate. <laughs> On the dot, mate. Yeah. All right. Classic. <laughs> um, look, thank you so much for being here, Legends. Appreciate you all hanging out in Twitch chat. If you want to join uh, Legends such as Hebby Roku, Sukai AU, Caging Runt, uh, Ho and Honey. Who else we got in here? Straight Jacket Jim. Uh, Aries. Aerie J. Aerie J. Aries. I don't know how Irish, you say it. I don't, I don't know how you say it, but do, do you know what? I'm just glad they're here. Um, <laughs> regardless, you can join them every Monday night from 7 p.m. AWST. Uh, just go to twitch.tv slash Oceanic Gaming Radio. Come and join in the fun. Say good day. Talk a bit of shit in there. Let us know what you think about the things we're talking about. Um, other than that, uh, just go to uh, OGR.show. You can find a link to our Discord where we talk a bunch of stuff. Normally, we ask you, uh, how's your gaming going in there? I forgot last week, but don't worry. I'll do it this week. Um, we got a link to our Twitter. Um, you can go and follow that and see the poll every week. Uh, if you want to pay us money, the, there's a Patreon link in there, patreon.com slash OGRshow. Uh, and you can also listen to the podcast there or you can listen to it on your favorite platform, Spotify, iTunes, um, uh, what's the other ones? Podcast Addict, um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Pocket Casts, you know, wherever you want to listen to it, it, it will be there. All so there if yeah. we can go. Literally every single one. Nowhere is safe. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah, anyways, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the conversion of your favorite uh, thread-based social media to x.com and uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. Peace out. Wow. Wow. Wow.